reach for the sky, boy. Rolex work. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Doing the Favorite Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brown. You can follow me on Twitter at EricBrown740, but always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favorite. With me, as always, he's the sexual, intellectual, double H, the Husky Heartthrob leader of the Husky Army, and a man who is enduring high winds of Wisconsin right now, my man, Barry Frost. Barry, how you doing, homie? Doing well, brother. And I mean, I have the windows shut, and I can, I can literally still hear wind swishing around so we're gonna we're gonna get through this or i'm gonna get swept away so doing a wrestling show tonight but we're gonna continue with the watch along format but we're gonna sprinkle in current wrestling legwork over this 45 minute nitro we're gonna watch from december 11th 1995 so if you guys want to get it there to triple zeros as we talk do what you need to do don't think you necessarily have to have the watch longs. We're going to provide lots of commentary and talk about current day shit anyway, a lot of times. So, right. But kind of switch it up a little bit just because I enjoy it. I always watch wrestling anyway when I do these. It's just comforting. So, we might as well just both have it on in the background and kind of line it up and talk about it as we see. Not necessarily a necessity to have the watch long on, but I think it's a, just a fun little twist. Yeah, it's fun. And it, you know, it gives us. Something to, you know, kind of sparks our memory and jogs our, you know, like, oh, shit, I, you know, I remember mm-hmm. that. And and some of it will be relative to stuff that's going on today. But uh, maybe only one show this week, man, we've had just a bunch of stuff going on here lately. Obviously, with yeah. um, your situation, then last week, only one show. We're getting ready to record or talking about it. And uh, my dad was rushed to the hospital with chest pains. I'm freaking out. Turns out it was his gallbladder. He had to get taken out. He's going to be fine. But there was about a few hours span there when it was kind of scary. So it kind of sucked. Yeah. But luckily, we're all good. No, you know, just a little false alarm situation. He's going to be fine. Big Dennis going to persevere. Keep it going. He's still going to do our fucking show. He's still going to do it. He <laughs> told me that, too. He's still going to do the fucking show. That's exactly what he said, too. Um, And also, I got my, uh, my booster. Okay. So... Not going to get in the whole vaccination stance thing, whatever, whatever. You know, I'm just going to tell you my experience. Uh, the first two vaccines I got, I felt nothing at all. Mm-hmm. Not one thing. But yesterday, and I don't know if this is what caused it or what. Not caused, Nothing was really caused, but I got my booster and flu shot at the same time. Ooh. It's racial scheduled like that because that's, uh, you know, whatever. So <laughs> I went and do that, and I was completely fine. I got it done uh, Monday. Completely fine, and she felt tired. She had a headache, so she went and laid down. Whatever. I woke up the next day. I felt like I, I'm not hungover. I just could not open my eyes. That was like the most tired I've ever been in my life. I was so tired. So dropped Lily off at school, and I said, "I'm not doing any work today. Nothing like that." Went home, slept for a few hours. Yesterday evening, after Lily was put to bed, I lay on the couch with a blanket, and that's not really my style. I'm usually up. You know what I mean? Watching TV, watching sports, lay on the couch, fell out about you know, 11 o'clock, which is very early for me, and slept nine hours straight. Feel great today. Feel amazing. 
But whew, oh, that could be my body telling me, hey, slow it down to a little All bit. Right. So need a little rest. Be a combination of things. I've been going running pretty hard lately. So <laughs> all good though. All good. How's things going with you? Man, they're uh they're wild. Like it's you know, getting over the stuff with my mom. Uh you know, you still have family members, you know, text them, call them, yeah. anything new, anything going on, yeah. you know, and it's like, no, like, leave me no. alone. Like, like, I'll get a hold of you. Like, mm-hmm. like, we never talked or kicked it fucking prior. Like, leave me the fuck alone. And it's a speak when spoken to situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then other than that, man, and then storms, we had snow. We had eyes, and then two days later, it's you know today it's 65. <laughs> the right. 65 with with thunderstorms and uh, you know all these winds and everything. That's what created it. But yeah, man, and uh, shout out to Bane, uh, big underscore Bane. He got a hold of me uh, the other day, and you know said he was late on the clock. Um, I think it's because I called him out on TikTok. Uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but uh, he did a TikTok where he uh, he basically outed his parents, you know, for being uh, over overly religious <laughs> and and always talking about, you know. And I said, "How dare you out your parents like that?" And he said, "They're they're good people. They just drink the cool, you know. They're just thirsty all the time." <laughs> <laughs> so he's a uh, we just had that little funny interaction and so yeah it's funny other than that uh panic situation right now all my browns have covid i'm getting ready to uh actually go suit up me and drew and ty were talking about it uh going up the browns need us right now uh 35 percent of the roster is out with either injuries or covid right now coaching staff uh basically you're looking at the starting quarterback the right guard right tackle is already gone for the season uh left tackle tight ends safety slot corner that's just off the top of my head head coach uh well you know just in case you know we don't do a show tomorrow anybody know who won the the pick them yeah i won the pick them thank you very much okay okay i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna you know i wasn't gonna say anything i don't congratulate myself a lot but i tell you what's fucky about that is i was like I only had one wrong going to the Monday night game and it was the one game that like, I, I thought too hard about, you know what I mean? Like I didn't, you know, instinctually, I was like, I think Dallas going to get upset this week. I think Washington rolling, Heineke rolling, Dallas struggling. I didn't count Heineke being so fucking bad in Dallas defense. I underestimated them. So yeah, I got that one wrong. But other than that, went on a tiebreaker, ended up being a three-way tie with me, JT, Carmen Ohio cards, as you guys know him. And Drew Vensel and I won with the tiebreaker. So we'll take it. Congratulations, Brian. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It is so we'll do it fun again to win. <laughs> we'll do it again this week. Are we doing what are we doing this week? Optic? No. I I think we're gonna do I'm gonna look through. I got some other sneaky, sneaky uh, cards right. that I think some people enjoy. Well, we got some sneaky cards coming up. Are you about ready to go on this watch along? I got on triple zeros, folks. You are going to December 11th, 1995. It is going to be a banger of a card. We're looking at Charlotte, North Carolina. Barry, I'm going to hit him with a countdown, okay? 
Hit it. All right. Three, two, one, play. The fire is burning. There's the huckster dropping the big leg. I love this intro so much. They actually stuck with it for a few years, too. So I better have liked it. They did. And just a, an ins- behind the scenes, I was going to skip the intro. And Eric made an executive decision. He said, we, we're doing the intro. Put, putting the foot down. Well, so that's why the intro is included. I don't want to screw it up for Ty and Dom. <laughs> you know, when they're watching at home. Well, Dom, you know, will to... hit his, Dom will hit his dad with the sign language. You know, he'll throw the 2-9. I have to watch the night show after this because our, our good friend RJ over at Ringside Rant, he'll he wants me to do a uh, one- to two-minute audio rant of a Nitro episode that's uh, three hours long. So I'm excited. That's mighty. I'm, I'm starting to feel like he feels like he knows better <laughs> than to ask me. <laughs> Because I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I'm going to do it. But I'm going to. There's going to be some skipping. <laughs> I think of the Nitro you almost have to. Here we got Bischoff. You got Mongo and you got Heenan. Also, we are. Jacket. Uh, there is Charlotte, North Carolina. According to history of WWE, the history of WWE.com, I apologize. 4,500 fans attended the show with 3,900 fans actually paying for their tickets, which is a lot better than we had last week, right? Right. Right. They let like 3,000 people in the week before. Well, obviously, we're in flare country here, so we're, you know, hyping a big main event, which is going to be Hogan and Sting versus uh, Flair and Orn, which is obviously great. So, and here we get start off right off the bat with uh, Eddie Guerrero versus Mr. JL. Barry, who's Mr. JL? Uh, a young veteran by the name of Jerry Lynn. There you go. And obviously, Eddie Guerrero's stats is uh, blogofdoom.com. You guys have to check it out. Uh, Eddie Guerrero has a 14-3-4 record versus Mr. JL, who has a 2-2 two two record. And Jerry Lynn is AEW agent now? He's an yep. agent there in AEW. He's actually, like, honored on their championship belt. He's, he can go. Like, he's one of the most exciting, like, best pure wrestlers I've seen in person. And we've seen this Eddie captured in... We've seen it captured yeah. before, right? No, yeah. The roll, yeah. Just beautiful. I mean, Eddie's so smooth, so great. You have the the Hulksters in the stands here. This is 1995. Eddie growing out his mullet. Pee doesn't know what to think of it. <laughs> Speaking of not knowing what to think of a situation, and so I hate those suplex. Yeah, this match doesn't last long, so. Um, <laughs> Like none of these matches really do. Uh, the Jeff Hardy situation. Yeah, I'm not. I, I hate to speculate because I just want to start off by saying, like, I hope he's doing well. Whatever's going on with him, I hope he's doing well. I've seen a lot of like, as we always do with these situations, right? A lot of reckless speculating. He's holding his stomach. He didn't look fucked up. He walked out. But I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I see he's making appearances though. Dude, he's in Milwaukee tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, he's in Wisconsin tomorrow. Doing like and, me, just me, right? Yeah, I guess. He's at some theater, Merrimax Theater. And it says, come meet the Enigma or something. Man, and I'm not, I mean, like you said, don't want to speculate, but 
to me, I and I've seen the video, and it's like, yeah, he doesn't really look fucked up, but did this dude just literally want out of there so bad that he was like, hey, like, let me do this? I mean, I mean it worked cut, them. They cut, they cut bait real quick. Yeah. I'm not sure what brought that on. And there's obviously, you see speculation. I don't want to comment on what he, what was offered him, what he may have turned down, because I, we don't know. We have no fucking idea. But I hope he's okay. And the fact that he's making appearances, I hope that's a good sign. Right? So soon. So soon. So soon. And, like, and his brother and Matt even said, or whoever, or his wife said, like, he's good. Like, Yeah, they've all said he's good. And see Mr. JL just kind of slip on the second rope right there. Right? And he's going to sell it. Mr. JL getting a lot of offense here. Now, they have high hopes for him at all? No. No, he... I guess like, they have he high hopes for Eddie at the time either, though, right? He, and, and both of them could have banger matches right. with anybody on the card. Like, he would say, like, hey, go out there, like, they're time fillers, but this is only the hour-long era of Nitro, right? Yeah. So, and this you're is, only getting a few matches. And I'm guessing this is probably the best match on the whole card. This guy doesn't think so. I mean, work work wise, <laughs> <clears throat> he gave it two stars. Probably because it's four minutes. <laughs> like everything's you know rushed. Like they they can't tell a story. I mean, Jerry Jerry Lynn's got to be twenties here, like maybe late twenties. Let's see how Jerry Lynn is real quick. I have information up for you. Jerry Lynn. He was actually 32 years old here. Okay. Pretty, I mean, pretty young for... Oh, my. Seven, what a pen. He's seven, he's seven and a half years in the business. He made his debut March 23rd, 1988. Retired... 2013. Look at Eddie. Oh, Eddie gets the win after reversing a sunset flip at four minutes and 25 seconds. Uh, neither man gets an entrance. The match starts when the announcers are busy welcoming the audience. As expected, this is a fun preview of what was to come. When WCW debuted the Cruiserweight division the following year, as each man scores a few near falls from high-impact moves, the crowd possibly possibly because they do not see JL's legitimate threats of Guerrero react little to what they're seeing until Guerrero scores the winning fall at reverse of sunset flip. All that positive thing he has to say, two stars. <laughs> That's great. He's stingy. He's stingy yeah. with them. Tough grading system over there. Pan to a wide shot right here at the arena. A little under 5,000 people somewhere in Charlotte. Speaking, speaking of attendance, uh, apparently Raw. Monday Night Raw catching heat. A lot of, lot of empty chairs for her Raw. Yeah, I mean, holiday season. Combined with, I, 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 I get, I catch too much shit for shitting on WWE. You see how I, I said I haven't watched for a while, so I'm not going to say it's a shitty product, but I, <laughs> that's what I hear. Is that I fair? People, I have people at my house that watch it religiously 
and they say it's terrible. They love SmackDown, but they can they hate Raw. Here we got Gene Oakland interviewing Lex Luger and Jimmy Hart. Luger says he keeps getting the w- better of WCW champion Randy Savage, and then when Starcade rolls around, he's going to become the next world champion. And then show highlights of Luger kind of fucking up Savage, Hogan getting involved, all that all good shit. He discounts Ric Flair's ability to win the triangle match, saying the best man will win when it comes down to he and his friend Sting. Jimmy Hart dressed up, got the Lex jacket on. As usual, we talked about that last week. One of my favorite things in wrestling is Jimmy Hart having different jackets for everybody. Gene flawlessly holding the microphone. Lex. Man, for, for just look, I mean, fucking Luger was a million dollars. I mean, yeah, clearly. That's been established. Obviously, you know what else has been established? No wellness policy at, at WCW. That is that is purely speculation. <laughs> no way you can look at Lex Luger right there and be like, yep, that's Natty. Well, wait till Scott Steiner starts coming later on. <laughs> we'll get there. He's full, brother. He's full. Oh, fun era of Nitro here, though, right? I love the stage. I would love to see more figures come from this era. See, I always wonder, like, when Vince bought all this, like, what did they do with the, like, this stuff has to be around still. So they have a warehouse. Have you never seen, like, the YouTube channel with the warehouse? Yeah. I Well, I, I used to watch uh, Missing Treasures or whatever that is. Yeah. Love that show if you've never seen that's it. That's what that shit is. I would, I would fucking, I'd pay a lot to go visit that warehouse. Oh, here's these vignettes again. Okay. For the, uh, uh, with Stargate. New Japan. Yeah. Jushin Thunder Liger. These are great. Very patriotic with the with the American flag and the WCW right there. Starcade ninety five, Wednesday, December twenty seventh, live pay per view. And they throw in an Alex Wright doing a off the top rope drop kick. Just look at Eric. Is I wish you guys could see this shit. Yeah, see the just wonder kid. Wonder kid here. Yeah. Oh, who we got? Oh, look at this piece of shit. <laughs> How dare you? I mean, who is this guy? Is this Glenn Gilberti? It is Glenn. It is Double G. <laughs> Prostitute so ring. <laughs> Let it go, cause I'm getting. I'm about to throw it up. He's ran a prostitute ring, everything. This motherfucker here. Yeah, he's a real piece <laughs> of shit, man. And obviously, he's on the uh, internet with his shitty opinions all the time now. Good for him for having a podcast. Um, thing that concerns me about podcasts like his, and I love Cornette, but what they do is they fucking gaslight a certain portion of the audience and makes it loud. And, <clears throat> and then it's not, they don't, I don't think people like him help the current state of wrestling. Look at those Panthers jerseys in the background. Right, yeah. <clears throat> they were, uh, they went to the NFC title game that year. Right? Yeah. 95? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, here we got Orndorff coming out. Mr. Rest Rodney. in peace. Rest, Rest in, in peace. peace. Rest in peace, brother. Got the mirror looking great, like a million bucks. I'm going to behave. Guys, don't tempt me. That's why I said that, because you were going to hit him with the way he's holding that mirror. 
<laughs> Hold it flawlessly. Like a true pro. That's a professional wrestler right there, folks. Telling people they suck by pointing them in the mirror. I love that. <laughs> Good for him for still getting work at this point in his career because he, he's got to be how old right here? Well, I, you know what? I feel like people back in the day look Let's see how old Paul. So 85. 85 is when, you know, he was on that mania run and all that right. shit. I mean, he's 40, he's 45 here, 44, 45. You're right. He's 44 years old. Okay. And that was literally off the head, people. Don't come at me. I'm sorry, he's 46 years old. Okay. My math. He looks older. <laughs> he, well, he was, I mean, fuck, he's been on the road since like seven. When did he debut? 74 ish, 75? So he's 46 uh, here, just for context. I use color. Price 78, 77. I use favorite guy. AJ Styles today is 43 years old. Okay. He's three years older now than what AJ Styles is today. Barry doesn't care. I get no kind of reaction out of him at all. No, I was just, uh, I was enthralled with him trying to get that fucking jacket off. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. The, the arm was hindering him from getting that jacket off. Think about pulling a Bill Venus. I'm thinking about pulling a Bill Venus and ordering some pizza. Okay. In the middle of the fucking show. I, like, I like never mad at that. that. Not that Beans is a scumbag. I love Bill Beans. He's now the uh, sole owner of PHPW Wrestling. Is that correct? Yeah, that is true. And I don't listen. I didn't want to get into it, but you brought it up. I mean, I beat the absolute dog piss, and he had it coming out of Jeff with one F two. Right. He had. I mean, he had that belt for one show. That's it. He's not a fighting champion. Uh, it was so bad. I mean, if you watch the matches, so bad. Uh, Breaker and Bane were literally begging me to just pin him. Stop the match and pin him. <clears throat> and I did. I mean, I did. I didn't want to. I didn't want to embarrass him, but I did. Oh, big el running elbow. I figure it's this Venus in charge that, you know, I see that Drew Bensel gets a lot of uh, <clears throat> very good treatment. I'm not going to use the word preferential. He no. gets a lot of very good treatment, a lot of very, um, a lot of opportunities, right? He is the, uh, the two-time champion. It means he's lost it once. It's, you know, I'm just saying. So... But they, they won't give you a shot, you know. Uh, and you've been asking for how long? And wow. listen, they're, t they're, yeah, they're, and they're talking like, oh, we're going to take a break. It's going to be a summer thing, summer to winter. How about you fucking give Eric Brown a fucking title shot when it kicks back in? Quit having the same run of the mill competitors competing for the fucking title. Because they know when we get all the belts, we're going to be like a horseman. 
fucking just dripping in gold. And I got we we got ideas about like what we're gonna do when we do become champions, and we do like when the company does go on our back. And you say they, but <laughs> listen, we we are tight with ownership now. It's all different. This right. is like we got click all over. It's we, like the click all over again. Well, that's how I got my title shot. And motherfuckers, I'm Sean. Know that. I didn't say one. I, that's why I'm calling. I got the belt. They got to beat me to get to you. You know what the best part about this show is? Okay. Watching Glenn Gilberta get his fucking head kicked in. And and he's cheating a little bit. That's what I love to see. <laughs> there the it is. Get that leg up on the rope, Orndorf. I want a uh, guest order to Massey's Pizza, guys. Sorry. As we do okay. this. And after every match, apparently, is an interview. Gene's got to get that money. There he is. Look who that is. Look who's with the horse. Pillman and and, Sammy Evans. I had my uh, Pillman shirt on yesterday, brother. That thing is awesome. The loose cannon shirt he got me. Look at his shoes. Look at Pillman's shoes. What's he got on? Banger. He's got bang. He's got heat on. And this is 95. I kind of want to rewind it now. I'm not gonna. <laughs> gonna mess up our watch. Well, you, you should be able to. I was gonna say you should be able to see him when he backs up something. But he's got uh, he's got some heat on. <clears throat> I should take my podcast more serious it's... and not order fucking pizzas. No, but I'm, like a, I'm, I'm like inspired by Venus though here. Right. We have to be. He's he's our uh, boss. He's he's fucking uh, top management now. He's Vince. This this man came out in a in a Hollywood Hogan outfit. Minus the hood. Mm-hmm. Minus the hood. I'm gonna take a break from my ordering pizza here and talk about this uh Show we're watching. How about that? Orndorff well, is 27-8 on the year. He pins Disco at 7-8 after a side suplex. That match lasted two minutes and 22 seconds. This guy didn't even give it a fucking rating. Uh, Oakland interviews the four horsemen. They're missing Ben Wall tonight, but the faction gets a big pop from the crowd. Tillman says the reason Hulk Hogan wore black was the audition for the horsemen, which would make a great storyline idea. He also says the American males, the Dungeon of Doom, Michael and Orndorff want in the act, insulting every act on the list. Orndorff interrupts the interview, taking issue with Pillman's comments, saying that he was the only became a horseman because Orndorff turned it down. Pillman tells Orndorff that he's mediocre, or in today's terms, mid. And when the two brawl, the horseman's group loyalty takes over, and Orndorff is given a spiked pile driver on the cement. Eek. This laid the groundwork for an interesting Orndorff babyface comeback months later, but forced to retire due to the right side of his body uh, atrophying. He would not return to the ring until Fall Brawl 2000. So this was it for Orndorff for five years. Yeah, this is it. The spike. Until he's 51. Gets gets a couple more paydays. I didn't realize he was in WCW in 2000. Right. Well, not a lot of people did. Like (laughs) People were tuning the fuck out. That was how bad that was. Arn looks about, what, 46 years old there? Yeah, he's probably mid forties. No, he's not. He's a lot younger than you think. I promise you that. 
I think he's 42, 43. All right, hold on. <clears throat> he's 37. I want you to look. Oh, wow. <laughs> look at his shoes. Look at the shoes. Look at the shoes. Barely see what he has on. I'm working hard here. Jordan's? No, he has Cowboys. Looks, on. He's got you some made all that noise for cowboy boots. What do you think he had on? Yeah, look at him. I've been in Wisconsin though. I bet those are fucking about two grand. <laughs> when you said, "All right, we," I was thinking something completely different, Bubba. Thought he's gonna have some Jordans on, was, some sixes you, or something. You thought he's gonna have the the ninety five Jordans on? Yeah. Did was anybody? Did anybody have that much sauce? Like maybe the well, that would have probably been the the following year. Because I remember Jim well, Ross coming out in Jordans. Jim Ross used Kevin, to do interviews in Jordans. I remember Kevin Nash wearing them often. Okay, there's another as they beat the shit out of fucking Orndorff here. Um. Young Bucks caught heat because they were on. I have not watched it yet. I'm probably watch it later. Is uh, they were on uh, the Complex Sneaker shop, Shopping Show. Can't remember what it's called. Billy might be running in here here in a second. But um, they said they're the ones that made wearing sneakers in the ring popular. And of course, you know the internet went off like they do about anything the Young Bucks say. Um, People keep asking me my take. I said, well, wait for the show because I have a podcast. I want you to listen to it. Drop sometimes. <laughs> um, I haven't watched it yet, so it's hard to say, but I, they, were, they were working because they, Young Bucks, Young Bucks thing is they love trolling people. So if people get mm -hmm. worked up at everything they're doing, they think that's good for fucking business. But I will say lots of people have worn shoes in the ring a lot over the years. A lot. Um, I think they took it to a different level with the uh, collaboration shoes they were wearing, the Dior, the Travis Scott's, things like that. Yeah. And that, that to me made it a thing like maybe more than anyone else, maybe Enzo. Enzo was really good too, but he was wearing more like current day heat. Uh, when they came out, you were thinking, what are they wearing? And these guys are wearing like expensive dunks and shit. I've never seen those shoes. Uh, Shane McMahon, like I said, I thought really brought it back because he's a true Jordan head. C Cena, when Cena was doing the rap gimmick, he uh, he had fucking bangers. Uh, like PG-13, Woofy D. Huh? But Yeah, but the Young Bucks are wearing like $2,000 shoes off StockX. Right. That's That's nuts. And that's where people say, oh, they're no. fake, they're fake. To me, that's another thing, too. Like, I don't know unless they're in hand, unless it's something obvious. There's a debate, right? don't know till it's in hand. That's my experience, personally. Like, I've seen some terrible-looking Jumpman logos on some fake Jordan over the years. No shit, Yeah. <laughs> I've I've seen some terrible Orndorff just getting stretchered out here. Yeah, Heenan, Heenan with a look of concern. 
And this is like they said, this is what they said supposed to set up the big baby face return. But you know, with his arm atrophying, there's nothing nothing they can do. He and Lee's yeah. the announcement to check on Ordor's condition as he does stretch her job during the next match. Ugh. Just and then that's it. Wait. So there's no payoff but, um, to the but no, like, Go ahead. No, I was just saying, like, I remember, like, PJ 13 uh, with Woofy D, he would have the pumps. Remember the yeah. the Reebok pumps and shit? He would rock those. Like, I thought that shit was cool. Like, yeah. and when he'd get his offense, he'd pump them up and fucking all that shit. Like, that was cool. But there's been a lot of dudes that have wore sneakers, but like you said, nobody's ever been like, I'm going to wear a pair of $5,000 fucking tennis shoes and wrestle in them. And use them in matches like the cage match and they put the fucking nails in the Travis Scott ones. Like, that's just good shit. So, I think people, I don't know. I'm sure the message boards were a mess in the 90s. You could tell better than me, but I'm sure people, the internet just takes it so serious about everything. Like, guys, they're wrestlers, they're workers. A lot of things they say are premeditated. They want you to feel it's calculated. They want you to react a certain way to things they say. You know, that's why yeah. I've had people like talk to me. And about, shout like, out hey. to. Go ahead. I was just gonna say shout out to Hacksaw here coming down. He uh, beat his cancer battle. So. Shout out. But like I was saying, I've had people like, or I see people complain about like the AEW rankings. I mean, like, it's, it's, I don't know. It might be at work. It's a, it's a work. Because <laughs> it comes out right before the show. They want you to think a certain. Right. It's not like the college football committee sitting in a room coming up with these rankings. Like, it's Tony Khan saying yeah. what's best for TV as I make these rankings. Yeah, like, calm down. Oh. No, it's all healthy, though. I'm excited to watch uh, Winter is Coming tonight, though, after we get off here. And I'll watch RJ's three-hour Nitro as well. Shout out Ringside Ram. Yeah, shout out to him. I'm gonna fucking message him. You know, I, I'm be like RJ. I need you to watch WrestleMania four, four hours <laughs> long, and and send me. A, I'm gonna need a clip, dog. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just I I'm and it's going and it's got to be you got to get it within 35 to 45 seconds. But I would I need the whole show like her Helmda. <laughs> Poor RJ. Is he still working on the stretch still... during this match <laughs> with Lester yeah, and Hacksaw? They could have not they could have not done this. They could have really just had him out of there by now. Right. I would have been like, can you walk backstage a little bit? The camera's off of you. <laughs> hey, what hacksaw, big man as well. People don't talk about that enough. He's he's odd eye. We just caught him. We just caught him talking. Yeah. yeah fuck hacksaw six five. Hacksaw six four six five. Uh, limited move set. Yeah. He is just you you want to see classic. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was talking. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, go ahead, brother. My man. <laughs> You're fine. I think I'm I'm I my internet's fucked up. It's on a delay there, I think. I know, I know. I'm just fucking with you. 
All I had to say was I think Hacksaw is like the most a very prototypical '80s wrestler, right? Barrel chested, got the belly, probably worked out a certain way. And that's what I was saying is he was over as hell in mid south. Yeah, but he was he was leaner. He was he was probably two sixty, two seventy, and he he his belly wasn't like that, you know. Look at this guy. Look at that. I like how <laughs> I like how he has to pull tape out like it's illegal. <laughs> like you're right. allowed. You're allowed to wear. I never understood how I was good. Like you're allowed to wear tape unless you're gonna choke him with it. Then it makes it illegal, and he gets Lex gets him up easy in the torture rack. Good lord. Drops him on his feet, being nice and safe. Oh, Lex took care of him. This match. The house took flare, Bill. This match went two minutes and 43 seconds. Uh, the Charlotte crowd is having none of Duggan's act, working up loud chants for Luger in the easy early going. Duggan beats Luger down and starts taping his fist when Hart jumps on the apron with Luger, Duggan's two by four. When Duggan turns to face Hart, Luger clocks him in the back of the head with a forearm. That's that camera. That's that. That metal form right there. The torture axing for a big pop and a seven straight singles win. Uh, Luger 11 and 3, Hacksaw 38 10 and 2. <laughs> Which sets us up for the main event here after this interview where we have Oakland going to be interviewing Macho Man Randy Savage. There he is, your WCW champion. He has a fantastic outfit on. Yeah, that's a banger. Is that turquoise? Is that turquoise? That no, turquoise is that color. Like a light purple. That's some pink. blue on a black jacket. Pink, maybe like a darker pink, in between pink and purple. Very nineties. <laughs> we don't know what the hell color that is. I don't know what color <laughs> it is, but it, it looks great. And again, I mean, so it looks like there's some orange. Very prototypical early 90s. I used to wear prototypical a lot. Very prototypical early 90s wrestler right there, right? Very colorful. Uh, yeah, everything was just, I can go on and on and on about Macho Man. There's no wasted movement. There's no wasted words. He knows where the camera is. All his gestures are predetermined. He is he is the fucking character. Got the big yeah, gold he, belt. He never, never strayed. Uh, even in public, from the character. Well, that becomes the downfall of a lot of guys, though, right? We've heard over the years. True. I mean, I tell you, you know I'm having a hell of a week, and I got Taco Bell hot sauce on the desk. Okay. I see. Had some Brutus Lewis Coco tacos the other day. So not did, too bad. Did you have the Cool Ranch? No, I had the uh, nacho cheese. Okay. I don't I don't really fuck with Cool Ranch that much. Not that I don't like it. I just prefer the nacho cheese that much more. And I will say, I know that Drew Vince will listen. Shout out, Drew. I had Wendy's last week, and I think they got new fries, possibly. Well, I, say I got crispy. Wendy's. I seen a commercial. I get like a ta- I get like a taco salad from Wendy's every once in a while. And sometimes I'll add fries as a combo. I'm not out there doing like baconators or anything. Look at Savage's commercial. We got a Slim Jim commercial coming up. There it is. That's the figure we got, right? That's it. 
There it is. As we get here for the main event, you have Hulk and Sting taking on Ric Flair and Arn Anderson. Ric Flair and Arn have a 3-0 record coming into this match as a tag team. This is Hulk and Sting's first appearance together as a tag team on TV. Flair coming out. He's got the purple robe. Arn looks fantastic. He's got the black trunks, black knee pads, red black boots with the black satin jacket. Flair's town, baby. He's got a little pep in his step, doesn't he? They're going bard night. <laughs> they're, they're not fucking around. Damn. Arn fucking Anderson, dude. Another guy I could go on and on and on about. So there's a meetup in Chillicothe. Did Sammy tell you? Uh-uh. Uh, I, I wasn't invited. Well, it's in Chillicothe. You probably weren't invited. No, I wasn't. Uh, it's called the Reunion of Homecoming. It's Saturday, March 12th, 2022. I hope these folks appreciate me giving them a free plug, by the way. Fan Fest is from 1 to 6. Pro Wrestling Super Show at 6.30. It's Unioda High School in Chillicothe, Ohio. You're going to have Booker T, Enzo, Kurt Angle, Scott Steiner, Tully Blanchard are all going to be there. Barry Windham's going to be there. J.J. Dillon's going to be there. Bushwhacker Luke, Bobby Fulton, Shane Douglas, Shark Boy. Jackie Fulton is right in the middle of the poster. So you remember the show we were all supposed to go to? Yeah. This is the makeup. This is the fucking makeup. But yeah, I did. I okay. seen that on my Facebook. I didn't know there was a meetup, but I and was planning on that, going. Is this the show that they wouldn't reimburse people for? Yes, that Tara had to like fight fucking for weeks. Uh, you know Bobby's son. Fucking what's his face? Jackie. Dylan. Oh yeah, that one. Yep, that's it. Here comes Sting. As we said last week, that hair is starting to get darker now. He's got black and black and red, black and orange. I can't tell with the color. But white long uh trunks. It's a pretty good reaction. Dude, no. People know people are yelling. They're booing. So they're yelling for the fours. They're going nuts for the fours in here. All I see is fours. Here comes Hogan. Noticeably thinner. Uh, growing the mustache <laughs> back here. Yeah, he grew that like a he grew that in like a week. That, that well, went there last week. He needs it. I'm almost positive that wasn't there last week. He's coming out. Does a t-shirt tear. T-shirt was noticeably big on him, too, coming down. Mocking Flair for the woo, throws his bandana at him. Flair runs away from it like it's going to hurt. Selling a bandana. There we go. Sting Hogan, clear him out. We're going to get a little time on this one. Yeah, and not to, not to backtrack for a second. But the Photoshop in that Jackie Fulton poster is fucking amazing. That dude never looked like that. I know. I thought you <laughs> I I've never seen him look like that ever. Like he he roided out the that is someone else's body. That dude is a skinny blonde haired fucking like no. So I don't know if I want to get my Barry Wyndham. Classic superstars signed 
or go for the um, my four horsemen four pack elites, get Wyndham and Tully to sign it. That'd be sweet. But the white whale there's the white whale there's Flair. So I think I could obviously yeah. somewhere along the line track down Arn, but Flair's the white whale on that. I would think. I'm not a big autograph guy, but that would be a dope thing to have signed. But I might end up going classic superstars. Big Barry. I almost guy, think. I almost think Arn's going to be there. He's not on the poster. But I think I'm going to head down there. I think I'm going to meet uh, Sammy down there. Uh, a little different trek because a lot of the a lot of Ohio players are uh, Northern Ohio players. Right. But, so I'm in uh, Central Ohio. Travis Fowler's a little south, so I don't know how far of a drive that is for Travis. But yeah, that'll be fun. I think I'm going to head down there. I think I'm going to come with you. Is that a, is come that here, allowed? Stay, come here, stay in the Husky Inn. We'll wake up, head down to Chili Bobo. Is I mean, if that's available, it's always available. Uh, Ron Simmons, Ron Simmons is going to be there. Uh, Scott Steiner's going to be there. Sam Houston's going to be there. The Warriors have recalled Clay Thompson and James Wiseman from the G League affiliate. Okay. I'm excited to see what James Wiseman can do. Breaking news here. As we tag in Hogan, Hogan's got the extensions going here. My God, look at Hogan. He is just a different kind of mess here, isn't he? Look he's at got that. that so he's got that so in. This motherfucker's got the so in. Oh, he looks terrible. We got Hogan and Flair. Fucking years late. Still would love to hear what happened in WWF in 92. I don't think we'll ever get a clear-cut answer. We've heard no, many... they'll never. Yeah, they won't ever give us the real, the real scoop. Back to my pizza order here. <laughs> the Huckster. Whipping him in. Flair, big back body drop. Big clothesline by the Huckster. He's on a fight. I mean, he's firing up here. Oh, so, oh got the ear clap oh, by Sting. Flair just, he's oh, in it. Oh, my. Uh-oh. Look at Double A. Double yeah, A said, fuck you, Hawk. He's going to take care of his boy here. Oh. What is Arn doing? <laughs> oh, my. Did you see that? Hawk tried to two-hand him and dropped him. Dropped him. He couldn't, he couldn't pick Double way up. I'm telling you, it's it's sad at this point. Oh, Flair with the fucking eye poke and the crowd goes crazy. <laughs> Look at him. He says, let me, oh, right on the fucking bridge of the nose of the Hawkster. He's on chopping. Oh, big right hand. Tag it on. They got the they got the rings cut off here. Arn Flair got him in the corner. Arn puts him in the wrist lock. Working the bicep area, tricep. Arn's, Arn's close personal friend Pee Wee. 
in there with him. Referee Randy Pee Wee Anderson. Hmm? I mean, you need somebody to sell back then. You get the Yeah, hot tag. Thing come in, fired up. We got the, the press slam here. That's what they called it back then. Press slam. Pretty hot crowd. <laughs> Fucking right. player. Player couldn't even get over for that fucking hip toss. <laughs> oh, cuts him off though. So the Hogan. Let me Stolte show you this knee. Hogan Stolte out of the gate and upset the Sting makes an entrance without him. <laughs> the crowd is very invested in the outcome, sticking with the homegrown horseman against Hogan. He received a lot of orchestra yeah. boos and Hogan sucks chance. They fought for all the cheating, including a spot where Anderson DDT Sting. Anderson DDT Sting when Sting puts Flair in the Scorpion Deathlock. I might be a little ahead here. But yeah, very pro horseman. I mean, no matter they cheat, they beg out no matter what. You know, the crowd just eats up everything they're fucking doing here. Yeah, and classic horseman fashion. They were always over. In that, you know, Charlotte, Greensboro area, even Philly. But uh, they were always over huge in those areas. Oh, there's a tag. Tag the double way. He's going to come in and work Sting over a little bit. Snapmare. That's something you don't really see a lot these days. You know that? A snapmare. A lot of snapmares, not a lot of roll-ups, schoolboys. Some guys are working, man. But for the most part, no. Uh oh. Flair gets him some oh, Hogan distracting. Oh, there it is. Uh-oh. All the DDT crowd goes fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> for the for the heels. Yeah. Oh no. Here comes Luger. Out to raise some hell. You see you saw Jimmy Hart flying out there. He's on the apron right now with his megaphone. Luger pulls down Hogan from the fucking oh, apron. Hogan does some work on Luger, though. couple eye pokes. Oh, in the turnbuckle. Can't look at this. Lex, Lex putting him in the rack. Hogan did not want to go up there. <laughs> he didn't know no, how. No, he did not. Yeah, he, he was not a fan of... Uh, going up in that rack on the outside. Look at that. Selling them. Selling on the outside. He's got all the red and yellow going. <sighs> A lot of tags here by the horsemen. They work well together. <laughs> obviously. It's it's almost like they've been, you know, been a, a unit for a while. Right. To only have a 3-0 and record. <laughs> Basically, you gotta have Sting working most of the match here. Because Hogan yeah. can't work. Hulk, Hulk's not. Hulk's Far and away, the worst worker for the ring here. But the most over historically. Go figure. Yeah. God bless wrestling. I, I agree. Fans on the outside getting them, so. They all got Braves yeah, hats on. I thought I saw a young Chris Rucker in the crowd. 
think he made the trip up to Charlotte for this one? He probably up was thinking, you know, me and Jay-Z, me and Jay-Z Flair, we'll meet up. We'll go to fucking Nitro. Both of them, full heads of hair. Both of them with hair. Now they're <laughs> both bald. Times have changed. Love, love those guys, though. They're cool. Flair working the knee. Just classic Ric Flair shit right okay. here. Classic Flair shit. Uh, he only going one knee pad here? What did he lose? Yeah, that's what I was just I was just looking. I was like, is he only got one knee pad? Yeah. I know he wore a lot of shins. He he might have had a fucking martini backstage and forgot the fucking thing. A little cocktail action back there. Right. Kamikaze. So I guess he's a big kamikaze guy. What what I've been told. What you what you've heard. Yeah. Rumor. Strictly rumor. He's dragging fucking stinks taking a beating here for the last four or five minutes. And he is in their corner and he is in the figure four. And double weight, look at this. Help him. Pulling on him. Leverage. Look at Pee Wee Anderson. He's like, I got scoot up a little bit here so I can, so Rick can get that arm back. Dude, it is. I don't know if you can hear that, but like the literally the wind is just like beating off my window. <laughs> I'm is, expecting is that, glass to come shooting. Huh? Is the house sturdy? Yeah. I'm just expecting glass to come shooting in on me. <laughs> and yeah, folks, sorry if you hear me and Barry talking over each other a little bit. That has to do with the internet and the wind and everything he's dealing with up there. So Yeah, yeah, I literally have uh 40, 50 mile an hour winds. It's yeah. 58 and calm here. Oh, the ref didn't <laughs> see the tag. Maybe you supply better tag. Way comes back. I didn't tell you. I saw some uh, Basketball Chronicles Megas at Walgreens today. Okay. Best thing I've seen. At, I mean, that's always nothing I really want, but best thing I've seen at Walgreens. Yeah, I haven't seen anything in Walgreens in a minute. I'll send you the link. I think I already did send you the link, but uh, Steel City Collectibles, my boy Carmen Ohio Cards told me that um, yeah, update hobby boxes for 70 bucks. 30% okay. off, normally 100. So I might grab me one of those. Yeah, that's a deal. So I like having something I can like, a box of cards I can open on Christmas Day. Just because it's just... Yeah. Why not, right? Fun little day. You're watching the NBA. We're not actually doing anything on Christmas Day this year, which is I I find amazing. You're you're gonna so watch dope. you're gonna watch the Browns and the Packers. I'm gonna watch the Browns and the Packers that day. Yeah, that's that was my well, that was my big thing because I was like I'm not going anywhere on Christmas Day. We're gonna host it. These fuckers want to come. So then all of a sudden they all had to adjust <laughs> their plans for for the first time in years, and I didn't have to. And now they're all coming, I think, a few days after Christmas or a day after. Uh, I can't remember. Big Dennis going to be there. Okay. Excited. Girlfriend. Excited. 
What's her name? I don't want to say. I don't know if my dad. Oh, did. okay. You know. <laughs> we don't know Big Dennis is listening. He fucking gets on air. Hey, hey, what you doing putting the old lady's name out there? <laughs> the old lady. Yeah. Hogan took a spine buster. Oh, and just didn't sell it at all. Hulking up here. One, two, three. Put him on the ropes. Give him the boot. Now you hit the ropes. Oh, no, he gets the boot, too. You hit the ropes. Big leg drop. Stingo getting. Splash. One, two, three. Terrible cover. Hogan gets the pin. Hogan gets the glory. Hogan did the least amount of work. And Pillman comes in. He's going to get him some. Got that very 90s Four Horsemen shirt on. Flair's going to jump back in. Got Pillman all over Stinger here. Shout out Sammy Evans for the loose cannon shirt. Wore it yesterday with pride. Brian Pillman, Ohio player. Here comes Luger with Jimmy Hart in tow. He's going to protect Sting. Very confused about what Luger is here. No, you beat up the he other guy. He just said go beat up Hogan. Go beat up Hogan. <laughs> you leave Sting alone. Because they're buddies. Quite, quite the mess here. Sting wants to go help Hogan. Luger doesn't want him to. Oh, what a mess. This is so confusing without sound. Right. <laughs> here comes Savage. Uh-oh. With that arm still banging. Also, what the fuck? Oh! Oh! You got Sting laying on him. Oh, no. We got a mess here. He don't know why he hit Savage. He's all confused. Hogan doesn't know what's going on. He grew his mustache back in oh. a week. A little slap there. What a mess. Mean Gene. What an absolute mean fucking Gene mess. Mad. Gene, sort it out, baby. A true clusterfuck to end the, <laughs> to end the episode. An absolute clusterfuck. What did the, what did the Sir Doom say about it? Let me look here. Sir Doom, hold on. I was getting some some glamour shots for the tweet I'm about to put out. It's going to be heater. Okay. Yeah, for the show. Uh, Sir Doom said that um, based on the Luger interference, WCW had a perfect way to put the heels over and make the crowd happy, but nope, they had Hogan put Hogan over everyone again, despite the match. Despite that, the match was still a lot of fun. Participants kept it interesting throughout. He gave it three stars. The crowd's, so this match outdid Eddie crowd, and uh, JL. Crowd's pissed result of the match. So WCW throws in a small bone by having a horseman beat up Hogan. Luger comes out and protects Sting from the horseman until Sting comes up to help drive him off. Savage rushes in and gets Sting's face and Sting slugs him. Oakland comes to ring, interviewed Hogan, Savage Sting. Sting said he slugged Savage because he did not know what his intentions were and apologizes. Hogan sticks up for Sting, saying that he saved him from the horseman. Hogan warns Savage and Sting that Flair is the real enemy. Savage and Sting make amends to end the segment. Tune in next week to see Randy Savage defend the WCW title against the Giants. Okay. So, kind of a clusterfuck here, but that's as they basically say what they said we said they're going to say. Um, Decent show. These shows are they're very short. I feel like it's a weird time in WCW with not a ton of direction. Creative wasn't great. This is kind of the calm before the storm, right? Yeah, this is them, you know, getting their footing. 
Simon's elbow must be fucked. That's what I was saying last week. Like, he's got to have fucking MRSA or something. I don't know if they're, like, obviously we're not listening to the commentary. I don't know if they're, like, talking about it or what. But All right, uh, as we wind down here, Barry, you want to do some shout-outs? Absolutely. Um, again, let me thank uh, Breaker and Bane, Power Hour, out here in these streets every Sunday putting shows out. Um, I'd like to thank Jeff Toon for doing the favor, putting me over, letting me win the fucking belt. Uh, Scott Toon, though, carries that show. We've said that for a long time now. Um, who else is decent? Oh, <laughs> I know somebody. Mike the Cleaner. Mike the Cleaner's a true bad Very show. decent. <clears throat> uh, Jonathan Dobrik, another uh, awesome, amazing guy. Sammy Evans. Sammy Evans will text you at 5 a.m. and gives no fucks. <laughs> and and Sammy, that's okay, buddy. That is okay. We love it. Love the text. No. Um, but what else is it? Uh, trying to think. There's somebody else I'm forgetting, though. I think Travis Fowler. Big dog Travis Fowler. He's out here defending titles and shit in the PHPW community. So, and Bill Benus. Bill Benus, our boss, the guy, our guy. So excited for that. Um, I think that's about it, Eric. Give it to uh, him. Shout out RJ over at Ringside Ring. Obviously, we bust balls, but he's a good friend over there, so love him. Uh, Peteopolis, all the Ohio players, Tara, Cody Baker, Ty, Dominic, Travis Fowler, Cody Baker, list goes on and on and on. Shout out those guys. I'll shout the uh, Chick Foley podcast as well. They always very good. I put us over. We've known Marco and uh, Sheena and them for a long time. So good people over there. Wrestling figure database, wrestling figure news source, wrestling toy tracker. Check all those out. Um, I, you know, I always feel like I forget somebody. I feel bad if I do. Yeah, there's, there's, see, that was the thing. When our show had 12 listeners, we'd just say, shout out to Ty. <laughs> that was, yeah. that was it. Like, yeah, that was all we had. Now, uh, like, so look many out people this have, weekend, we will have another NFL pick'em. We will have the NBA uh, Friday fan duel. We'll have the NFL Sunday fan duel, and the pick'em will be for the, uh, all the NFL games from Saturday through, Monday, so I'll put that tweet out Friday, a little day earlier there. Yeah, and um, I, I'll pick us a card. I'll pick us a card that uh, we're gonna give away. There we go. All right, Barry, you got anything else? No, brother, that is it. Uh, it is a fun show. I actually I love doing these watch longs. Uh, hopefully next time the fucking tornadoes don't uh, <laughs> don't interfere, but uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Abby Frost 28. Eric, drop the credentials, sir. You can follow me on Twitter at Eric Brown 740. But always follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok by searching at Doing the Favor. Um, thank you guys all so much for supporting and listening. We very much appreciate it. Absolutely. And with that, good night and God bless. Peace. Yeah. It goes one, two, three.
free into the foe. Erica Barrier up with ETF, and that's for sure. If you don't come correct, you get your ass full. So take a minute and chill until the next episode. Doing the favor, always bringing the heat. That's why Barry got your girl doing legwork in the sheets. My dude Eric holding down for the streets. Them Ohio players got the ears to the beat. Gotta say that we appreciate the time Whether you're on the job or trying to unwind Just a few more days until we're back live Shit, we'll be your lifeline I know you feel me on the mic with the flavor Let it marinate in something to savor We ball so hard, this is a layoff Until the next time, doing the favor Yeah, doing the favor Doing the favor. Uh, doing the favor. Until next time, doing the favor.